Okay, today we come to Galatians chapter 5. Um, in this chapter, Paul continues to talk about the Christian life and living the life that, that Christ has called and equipped us to live. He talks about the freedom we have in Christ and also the power that we have in Christ each day to win the battle against our own sin and walk in joyful, spirit-filled obedience. So let's take a look at uh, a couple of things that we find here in Galatians 5, the beautiful chapter. Um, the most prominent word in the very first word of the chapter is the word freedom. For freedom, Christ has set us free, Paul says in verse 1. What kind of freedom is Paul talking about? John Stott, <coughs> who is now with the Lord, but a wonderfully godly um, pastor and, and Bible scholar, puts it uh, so well when um, in, in his commentary on Galatians, he says uh, the Christian freedom that Paul describes is freedom of conscience, freedom from the tyranny of the law, the, dread, the dreadful struggle to keep the law with a view to winning the favor of God. It is the freedom of acceptance with God and of access through Jesus Christ. That is exactly what Paul is talking about. Christ has set us free from the futile struggle to measure up to the holy and perfect standards of God. Notice that in verse 2, Paul turns his attention to circumcision. He says, look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. Is Paul changing the subject between verses 1 and verses 2? No. What's the point? Is he, what point is he making? Considering that day, especially in Galatia, where there was a segment of the Jewish community who were insisting that obedience to the law of Moses, including the initiatory rite of circumcision, was necessary along with faith in Jesus. Remember that from Galatians 2 when Paul had to correct Peter to his face? But this is to miss, that, that, that belief is, is to miss entirely what Jesus actually came to do. It is perhaps, uh, it, it is to perhaps understand uh, what Jesus did in his death, but entirely miss what Jesus did in his life. The fact is, as we've seen time and time again in, in, in previous podcasts and previous chapters of the New, Ch New Testament, Jesus kept the law of God and obeyed the Father perfectly in our place just as surely as he died in our place on the cross of Calvary. He has done everything necessary to bring a guilty sinner before the throne of God and stand forgiven and righteous. Our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness him says and so if you have Jesus you have everything salvation is by grace alone through faith alone in Christ Jesus alone so why is obedience necessary then that's the second point some could and do misconstrue the freedom we have in Christ to make it appear that just as long as we put our faith and our trust in Jesus it's really not in that important how we live or they abuse grace <clears throat> Paul knew that and so he countered that in verse 13 by saying, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity to the, for the flesh. Don't be lackadaisical in your pursuit of holiness just because Jesus was perfectly holy in your place. That's not how the Christian faith and the Christian gospel works. The fact is, when we are born again and put our faith and trust in Jesus, in that moment, not only are we counted righteous in the sight of God, but we are also given the Holy Spirit so that over time we are actually made righteous in the sight of God. Hence, Paul in the second half of the chapter begins exhorting the, the Galatian believers in verse 16 to walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. 
Paul knows that after a, a person professes faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, there's still a war between desires going on in the believer's heart, verse 17. He knows that there is a clear contrast between the conduct of the unbeliever, verses 19 to 21, and the conduct, conduct of the believer, verses 22 to 23. And Paul concludes by saying, if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit, verse 25. It matters how we live. Our hope is not in our obedience, but in Christ alone. But the evidence that we know Christ and that he knows us, Galatians 4, 9, is manifested in our transforming conduct. If we can deny him by our works, according to Titus 1.16, then it is also true that we can affirm our knowledge of him by our works. And Jesus said that in Matthew 12.33-37. What's in the well inevitably comes up in the bucket. And obedience and, and a desire for holiness will inevitably come up in the Christian's bucket because he has the Holy Spirit of God within him bearing fruit and producing in him an increasing desire for those things. The Christian is truly a new creation. Those are just a couple of thoughts, important thoughts, from Galatians chapter 5.